Cameron. Hi, Chad. We did it. We're here. Um, yeah. I, I had to take my shirt off because it was doing that thing where it was rubbing really weird and, it, and it, it just feels better to not have it on. Welcome to summer weather, even though it's still spring. I just want our listeners to be all hot and bothered by the fact that I'm not wearing a shirt. Hi, Alex. Does Alex wear a shirt? I've seen him wear shirts on Twitter, which is really rude because he's like really attractive. Alex, take a picture without your shirt on. No, don't do that. Or do it. I don't care. Check the email. I can't. I don't. I'm. I'm digging. I'm like. Wait, I'm sober, and I'm already just digging like myself a nice hole to just jump in. Did we get any emails? Um, Does anybody like us? Uh, yeah. So I got an email from Alex. Is that and? who we were talking about? Yeah. Okay. I literally. I. I'm sort of like. Um. I poured a glass of wine and I'm looking at it and I feel like I'm like losing my sobriety by looking at it. I haven't had a sip yet. That sounds nice. Alex writes, howdy Cameron and Chad cowboy face emoji. I'm 153 episodes into my opinions are cheap. Re-listen and just wanted to let you know the following a I have lots of great quotes and insights collected so far. And only 300% of them are E621 related. Ha! Um, I genuinely love listening to your show, and I've learned a lot about random internet things and life and E621 over the years. Thanks and kisses. Except he spelled a lot as one word, so I'm not sure if he's being sarcastic and he's trying to upset me. (laughs) Um, I've said E621 a lot in this email, so here's my question. What is the single most memorable image that you've both seen on that most holy site? Hmm. And he spelled a lot as one word again. Uh, and then he said, oh no, I've been shot. And he says, yours truly, uh, Jean-Luc Bartleby. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like... What what image comes to mind first? Because I've definitely seen some crazy stuff, but like nothing's stuck in my craw too bad, right? I, I feel like um, I okay. Oh man, I don't even know if I want to talk about that video. Did you know there there are videos on E six twenty one of like they they take like video game characters, so they have like the models, and then they make the video game characters uh do 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 sex stuff. Yeah, and Source Filmmaker, presented yeah. by Valve. Um, there's some pretty, uh, pretty rank rank things of those of that on on E621. Like, uh, there was one involving Laura Croft and a horse. Okay. Um. So I think that's my no. It wasn't Laura Croft. It was uh. It was the chick from Metal Gear Solid. Quiet. Oh, really? Okay, that I was going to say, that's a little uh, less common. So, uh, I don't um, recommend anybody I, go I searching for that one. I just saw a funny comment the other day. Oh, just like someone was reflecting on Bioshock Infinite and how that game's legacy is literally just that they designed a female character that inspired a lot of like animation breakthroughs in the source filmmaker porn industry. You know, I don't think I've seen any of those. I've never looked for them. 
She, no, it really. She's like a default model at this point. Like, oh wow, it's kind of funny if you look up like video game hentai. It's like it's Elizabeth. Interesting. That's kind of neat. I mean, it probably yeah, it's kind of not what they wanted. Yeah, it, well, it's kind of uh, Overwatch went through something similar where they had to like they had to say more than once, "Stop doing this!" Like, we don't want to hurt the brand when people Google our characters, right? And, it, and people like double down on the animations, and it just becomes even more common. I would say uh, my answer to that question, as far as like a not not kind of gross one, is I've definitely seen some of the uh, the macro stuff where like characters are really big, and there was like this giant creature. I, I don't remember what animal it was, but like the the animal was laying on its stomach with its butt in the air and its ass was just like filled with water and a bunch of smaller anthros were like treating it like a hot tub and having sex in it. And that was pretty funny. That's funny because mine's also size related. I'm just going to say Falco and 911. <laughs> okay, I kind of want to go find that one now. Um, are you familiar with the Falco stuff? No, I, I see. I I share cringy stuff with you sometimes, but there is a limit where it's like I don't think Chad would even get a kick out of these. Uh, how was your week? My week's been pretty good. Um, being back to work, you know, kind of a drag. But what are you gonna do? Ah, uh, you know what? Yeah, I've been drinking a lot this week, so I'm not drinking tonight. Uh, because I'll probably drink tomorrow and I feel like I need at least one day to, of, of a little bit of detoxing there, but yeah, the day, the day's, the week's been okay. Uh, I've been trying to, been working on editing some stuff again and putzing away at some music stuff, uh, kind of the same old shit. Yeah, I think I could say the same thing. It's, um, it's a weird time. Memorial Day uh, means a three-day weekend, right? That's nice. But yeah. the four-day work week always hurts me. Why is that? So, Because I, I lose my Monday, and my customers don't take Monday off. So I have a lot of catch-up, and it just never stops. Oh. Yeah, I, well, and I came back to work on Tuesday, right? Uh, but I'd taken a week off. And so I had like 80 emails unread in my inbox, which was a lot. So like the first good hour of my day back was like, I guess I'm just going to be reading some emails, which eh, I threw on some music. It was uh, it was fine. But yeah, and that's the day. Yeah. Most of my projects and stuff are not as uh, time sensitive. And so it's like, well, I can ease back into things like that and not worry about deadlines or pissing off customers or whatever, which is cool. Oh, hey, you sent me the uh, the Falco stuff. It's a genre. I, uh, I, this bottom one is pretty impressive. I feel like, um... I think it's he's one like, guy commissioning these from, like, different artists. But it became... It's kind of like the Wonder Bread thing, where it became this joke where people start drawing it ironically to make fun of how weird it is. But it's just like the guy that would pay you commission money just gets free work out of it. Yeah. So... The top one, it's a really big Falco, and it, apparently this is one of the Twin Towers, though to me, I, I think it, it could just be any any building, but he is sticking his uh, 
I would say his penis is bigger than his arm in this picture. He's sticking that through the building. And then there is a generic looking wolf anthro uh, stuck inside his penis. And then there's another one that looks like he's trying to scale Falco. Um, the, 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 the sizing is all very strange in this picture. Uh, nothing's very consistent, which is probably the least of its problems because it's a picture of Falco, like, fucking a building to death, but, you know. And then the second picture is the same thing, but from a different angle, but then there's just, like, a dude on a railing watching, and he's just, like, doesn't seem that surprised, and honestly, it's funny. That's a good one. And then the third one, Falco is, like, really buff, and his dick is, like, bigger than his leg, and it's, uh, it's having an orgasm that kind of reminds me of like a Kamehameha. And uh, yeah, that's fun. What a what a picture. What a picture. So the... I don't know if this Reddit thing is through, but apparently he has spent $50,000 on art commissions of, of this. I don't know where that figure comes from. Um, yeah, I don't either. He has commissioned a lot. And there are some artists that charge absor- like insane amount of money, so it's possible that he paid someone that has like a, a two thousand dollar rate. You know what I mean? Like I've I've seen stuff that like they're making bank, yeah, do like three paintings a year. I I have a feeling that that guy made that number up because it sounds. I don't know, maybe plausible if you do some math, but you have to do really specific math. I doubt, but who knows? And also, I guess who cares? It's it's funny. I know we brought up uh, this before, funny. but there's a guy that was like, he wanted a specific type of transformation uh, picture, and he couldn't get anybody to do it, so he just like started drawing them himself and then got really good at drawing uh, by drawing like the the porn he wanted that no one wanted to draw for him. And uh, I don't know. That's good. Uh, good no, idea. That's a good Why way to not? do it. I, you know, that's a that's a funny thing too. Like I know a lot of artists, and um, sometimes like they're they want commission work, and it's like you know I wouldn't mind uh, helping them out, but I don't want to buy art from someone because I'd rather draw it myself, even though my skill yeah. is like has a harsh limit. Like if I'm going to use a profile pic online, it's like I'm going to draw it myself. Sure. I, I just something about it. Um, I don't want to use someone else's work if I can avoid it. I'm like that with it's um, just like a weird mental hang up. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I get it, though. Cause I'm like that with uh, book covers, right? I've, I've photoshopped the three I have. So if you go to Amazon and you find my books, I did all those covers. And I'm not going to say like they're the best, but I am moderately OK at Photoshop to the point where I don't want to pay someone to do that because I, I won't see the money back. But also it's kind of fun to like photoshop some stuff together like i don't get to do that very often and so if i have a chance to do it i'm gonna because it's enjoyable and so i i kind of get where you're there as far as drawing goes because you're good at it you might as well oh i like i like photoshop too so um you you remember a friend that uh, was working on that visual novel yes so i'm in the chat room with him and his other friend that is doing the artwork and they're discussing how to do some backgrounds. And he's on Google Maps looking for like idyllic streets to kind of use as the base for what the background will look like. And he posts in chat, hey, I think we should use this one. Um, this is the kind of neighborhood I want. 
And so while they're talking for like three minutes, I very hurriedly like uh, modified it and re-uploaded it when they weren't looking. Nice. I put Cool Cat there on the street, so it looks like Cool Cat is living there. Yeah, and then also Falco's in the background <laughs> with a building. <laughs> like he's, that's way in the distance, though. He's not even focused. No, but the fact that you did that is fucking funny. Have you ever like, watched my... Cool Cat? No, I have not. Cool Cat's sad. He, he makes me sad. I can't watch it. <laughs> I, what is Cool Cat? Is that on YouTube? Is that something we could watch and make you sad? Um, We might be able to. I, I might do more research before we do our Cool Cat episode. Uh, but long story short, uh, he it's a guy that has this dream of being a child mascot. Of like, it's like backyard budget Barney the dinosaur. Okay. So he doesn't have a TV show or like sponsorship or anything. It's just like, you know, no, I want to put uplifting messages out there. I, I want to, you know, I, I, I think I could inspire kids. I, I'm going to do my cool cat thing. And he's just, he's not a super creative guy. So it's very basic. It's very like safe kind of stuff. But he's also very easy to troll. So mm. it's like his Facebook. It's constant, just like once a month, someone will think of a really good joke and set him up for it. And he eats it hook, line and sinker. And it, he doesn't stop like he he's serious about wanting to inspire kids to be more safe and look out for child predators. And like, here's the, like a gun safety video. And here's a um, here's what happens if you get lost video. And here's what happens if you're getting bullied at school. The most generic stuff that no kid actually wants to watch. But yeah. this hurts in the right place. And he refuses to let that go. And it's just very interesting because every once in a while, uh, I think of him as a clown. Like it's he's he's lacking a certain self-awareness that I think hurts him. And so when it's the anniversary of George Floyd's death and I see people are retweeting Cool Cat's uh uh memorial that he wrote about George Floyd, it's like, hmm. I, I feel like he's drawing attention to himself that he doesn't need to right now. It hurts yeah. in the right place, but you know, he sort of he tees himself up for it sometimes. And and the internet is not kind about people that do that, right? Like we've we've seen up and down something something takes place like that, and it, it, people jump on it. Uh, sometimes it's kind of funny, but sometimes it just feels like it's really mean spirited. It, it gets to a point where like once or twice is kind of funny. It's like ah, oh, that guy set himself up, and then at at a certain point though, when it becomes like the joke is to make fun of him or to. to tom fool him uh it's like it transcends the point uh i don't know like it, it takes on another level it's like inception it is but it, it's it's goes from like okay that was kind of a funny interaction to oh no now the whole purpose is to make bad interactions with this person and that's just harassment at that point yeah it it's um it's kind of like chris chan except like with chris chan he brings it on himself a lot more and he's yeah. kind of a terrible person and uh, with Cool Cat, I don't think he's a terrible person, so he doesn't deserve half the bullying he gets. But it's also like you learn your lesson, adapt, overcome. I, I see. I, I didn't know that. I, I thought like Cool Cat was going to be some like cartoon or, um, I don't know, not not a person who I guess makes videos on the internet. 
I okay. So here's a classic one. I want to send you this. Someone, uh, <laughs> someone photoshopped Cool Cat into this cool machine and sent a picture of it to him. I uh, I don't understand what this is. Oh, do you don't recognize that machine? I do not. So that's from a. I'm gonna say a very famous GIF, um, of literal just like gore porn where there's like an oh. anime girl on it and the machine like uses a laser to like carve her apart oh okay no i haven't seen that one so someone photoshopped cool cat onto the laser machine which is tradition of like i want this to die haha that is my humor because i am 12 and sent it to cool cat and cool cat official account says wow how cool it looks like a sci-fi machine i wonder where i'm going and then people pointed out like what <laughs> like dude don't retweet this um, yeah. So then he does this follow up, <laughs> and it, the follow up is almost more embarrassing than falling for it, because falling for it—that's just a little bit of ignorance. But then he does this thing. Uh, he he posts he quote tweets himself, uh, "Daddy Derek here," and someone just sent us the link to where this comes from. And I've seen movies on YouTube five times worse with with human actors instead of fake animation. I wish someone can animate cool cat in the machine and lasers come out of his eyes and he breaks the bully machine. I have so many things wrong with this and a lot of it is grammar and formatting. See what I mean? Where it's like, he he's kind of just a very average person. And again, his heart's in the right place, but he's like volunteering <laughs> to have people like the crowd throw tomatoes at him. It does kind of seem like that. It's a little bit. It's um, that's cool cat to me. Oh, I found a follow up. Someone actually did uh, draw him shooting lasers out of his eyes to destroy the bully machine. So that's a happy oh, ending. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's actually a first. I, I've never seen that one. <laughs> oh, well, you know what's really I, wild about I love this? The saga evolves. Is that uh? So that first tweet was from April of 2018, and the follow up is from November of 2019. So over a year had passed yes. and then he responded to it, which is like one of the like the weirdest part about it. It's like, dude, why? Why would you do that? God, you find the strangest yeah. shit on the internet. Like I had no idea this guy was a thing. Have you ever watched Internet Historian? Uh, not really. My brother's watched a couple of his, so I'm like aware of him. I you know, you and I, we should watch one of the episodes together, because I got one in mind that I think you would appreciate. But that's just when we hang out sometime. Okay. I'm on Cool Cat's Twitter now. And, uh, <laughs> I, okay, so June 1st, Cool Cat stops a school shooting. Um, I feel like maybe, maybe that was, uh, not, not an appropriate time to do that. I, like I said, I kind of get, I get the, uh, oh, and then would you like to see Mr. Johnny Depp in this movie? Wow. I, I, okay, I'm I'm vaguely unconvinced he's not a, a really weird troll because so much of this is wrong. It, it, yeah, um, yeah. Who? Yeah, honestly, if this was all an elaborate act, and I'm the fool, I would wear my dunce cap with pride and say bravo. I would I would feel okay with that outcome because I think the world would have a net gain at that point. He's got almost 40,000 followers. 
like my new film is cool cat fights coronavirus derek savage also tweets oh, here no is that real yeah that's literally in his I, bio if okay so i'm trying to picture what his process is i imagine he writes something and films it over the course of like i'm gonna say five months and covid information changed on a weekly basis over the past three years so i have to imagine whatever he puts out will have at least one embarrassing thing that like is completely out of date and we'll like kind of laugh go remember when they said we should wear three masks (laughs) he also just randomly tweeted the letter q which is let's be real a red flag now why (laughs) what why would he oh my gosh i don't i wonder i wonder um because his twitter presence seems different than his facebook presence and i half wonder if maybe uh maybe he has like his son managing the twitter account or something <laughs> like for him cuz Derek oh doesn't my God. seem like i don't know cool cat gets red pilled and he's like i thought the red one was an aspirin what are you sure this is the real cool cat that's weird i dude i don't know how this. to read this man cool cat loves you that's the that's the twitter account right cool cat loves you I don't know how to interpret that. I feel like I'm staring at a That's puzzle. So... Or yeah, like it's an a, alien. It's a, is this turning into more of a puzzle? Because I don't know. I have to Here. research this a bit. Because um, that website isn't real. Which one? Uh, cool Cat Loves You. Like That's not coming up. That link isn't. Oh, this one is, though. I found Cool Cat Fights Coronavirus <laughs> on the YouTube. Do we want to watch that? Should we, is this now a Cool Cat episode? I know we could talked about not doing it, but at, at this point... Yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to um, if you want to talk more about Cool Cat, let's watch this uh, Cool Cat. This is a scene from Cool Cat Fight Coronavirus. And it's like a singular word. There's no S there. Yeah, it's also a minute and a half. Oh, and his stuff's made for kids, okay. so the comments are turned off, which is I'm a little iffy on. I don't know if I like that. But uh, should we click play and, like, I don't know, count down from three? Two. One. Play. Go. All the audio is clipping. Yeah. Uh, uh. What the fuck cut was that? This is the raw footage. Oh, and then the annoying singing isn't in, isn't clipping. Good job, cool cat. I don't know what to think about that. Um yeah, I kind of... Uh, also, I love this uh, introducing Dirty Dog. Like, he has this, like, villain character that he made just for the coronavirus video. Like, there's elements of this that are very strange. And I feel like, like you said, maybe he's it's an elaborate troll and he's in on it. But there's just so much, like, sincerity where it's like, this isn't a funny video to watch. No. Like, I don't think anyone's going to watch the whole video ironically. I don't uh, understand. Uh, there's no like subtle humor. There's no like 
you know, it's so strange, it's strange. This, uh, see, this doesn't seem like real. So, cause like the, the Twitter memes, some of them are, are, are not kid appropriate memes. Like, oh, here's me choking Sasuke like that, uh, uh, I don't know that meme that was going around a while back. So here's the official. He's got NFTs on his website. Um, cause all the kids are all about those. The, yeah, something I'm looking for cool cat. He's I got novels and scripts is. at the is bottom. This... About Derek Savage. Sorry, what? Okay. I'm on, cause I'm on their website. And it looks like it was made 20 years ago. Derek Savage writes novels, scripts, kids books, and music. From his novels and screenplay, Final Conflict, A Love Story Set in the Last Days, Bad Boy, The Life and Times of a Male Dancer, to Sweet Revenge, from Van Gets Justice Against the Street Gang That Murdered His Family, to his kids' stories, Cool Cat, Trolley Trout, Best Buddies, and Bible Birdie. Four children's characters that depict good, positive messages, teach his children in a fun and loving way. Derek also produces and directs movies. His two new films are Cool Cat, The Kid's Superhero, and Gun Self-Defense for Ladies. See, it's weird because it's like some of the stuff is so bad it's ironic and like it looks stupid. But then it's like it's not that funny. He looks like um he looks like he belongs in an 80s movie in all these pictures. Like they're really bad pictures of him. Yeah, that but- seems almost intentional. And that's the thing. It's like I keep going back and forth on like, is it all an act or? Well, he charges twelve ninety nine for his fucking DVDs. And it's just um, it's so strange. Because again, like I, I think if it was a joke, it would be more of a joke. And it, it, but it's also like he's missing the mark for sincerity. And so I really cannot figure this out. So you said there's a full internet historian on this guy? Um, no, not on him. Just you—you you mentioned that I find weird things, and it's like I just love these little like stories with a uh, like chain events of like, well, this meme interacted with this meme, and then this person's real life got ruined for it. I'm on know your meme, looking at it. I'm I'm, I'm trying to. I want to know how. I want to know how sincere this is because I feel like. Like I'm looking at I'm the, he's confused. got raved. So if you look at uh, his movie for the gun self defense, he he scrolled on a bit. It says rave reviews, and it's this film will help save women's lives. James Christopher, an Emmy Award winner, and then an awesome project. Bravo, Robert Rainbow, an artist, and I just bought a new pistol, and this film helped me a lot. Thanks from Barbara Riley, office manager. <laughs> like, what the fuck is any of this? Yeah, and and you know it's like. I I have a weird sense of humor, right? If I wanted to do something like this, I feel like I would have funny reviews like that, where it's like unqualified people to review it, or the reviews. Like, that's a joke. But there would also be humor, like, in the movie, you know? <laughs> like, it would be like a, the character gives bad advice, or the kids are actively afraid of the mascot and the advice doesn't, you know, gets lost in translation because they're like running and screaming. Like there would be a gimmick or something to it. There's nothing. Uh, evidently like he's, he's had a couple people remove videos from YouTube. He's done like 
copyright strikes and stuff. So I mean, he he cares he cares to some degree about his shit. Um, but that doesn't answer my question. I suppose. Cool cat, is that real? Yeah, that was. So dumb. I found a video of someone critiquing Cool Cat. Okay. And it's like. So, yeah, he uses copyright strikes to take down bad reviews, which is weird because you think that you would um, you would capitalize on the free advertising, right? Yeah, you'd think. Is the Encyclopedia I, hmm. Dramatica no longer around? It should be around. Uh, maybe they just don't have a cool cat thing. It could be. I just... I'm getting such conflicting opinions about this guy, like, looking at half his stuff and then looking at the other half of his stuff. Yeah. Apparently he likes Elon Musk. Well, I can't tell if he likes things or if he's following trending topics. You know what I mean? It, it's like, it, are these his opinions or is he like, well, I'm seeing a lot of action on this, so I'll just, yeah, I'll choke Sasuke. Everyone else is doing it. I don't get it. I don't know. Is this all fake? Why is he so defensive about it? Well, okay. So, Bad Boy Male Dancer by Derek Savage. You can find the first chapter on his website, which I, I have to reiterate looks like it was made in the 90s. Wow. So, we start off with the vice president stood proudly in his White House office by a large window, watching it rain outside. He despised the sight. Damn rain, I was supposed to go golfing today. His intercom buzzed, pulling his attention. He pushed the speaker button. What is it? Uh, so if clergyman calls, don't care. They send him in. Something more about golf. Admittedly, I probably should actually be reading this instead of treating it like a, uh, a shit post, but I'm also not certain it isn't a shit post. Because... Here's the other thing. It's like there's uh, there's the cool cat and then there's him, uh, Derek Savage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's an element of like he, he wants his cake and to eat it too. So it's like there's there's this arbitrary separation where like cool cat's its own thing. And then he's going to have a book series about smoking weed and have like the 420 awards, which is an award show he tried to organize. And it's like at the same time it, you know it's like he he's he wants different audiences and it almost feels like cool cats like a side hustle or like yeah i'll get some stupid parents to pay me money um but i can't i can't get a solid read on what this is he writes like a fanfic writer but i mean that's not really surprising a beautiful sight came into view which mellowed his anger to a fizzle Snow-packed mountains were towering in the background, thrusting his thoughts to how wonderful a vacation sounded. Even a day off would be terrific. He hadn't taken one in such a long time. I don't like that. I don't like any of that. Like technically, some of that's fine, but I, I don't like it. Yeah, then it's the not car a great flow. Like none of the, all of these sentences are really bland. Also, I don't. I'm wondering where you can even buy these books because, like, I can read. Um read the first chapter but i don't like see them on like are they on amazon do they have do they have reviews 
Well, his videos definitely are. They're way cheaper, too. I'm I'm reading an article on Paste Magazine, and I'm not sure how much research they did, but they're arguing that this isn't satire, and it's like the death throes of a failed actor. I mean, I would vaguely believe that. Well, his book, Bible Birdie, uh, has uh, two one-star reviews on Amazon. <laughs> Bible Birdie becomes best friends with Jesus Christ, and he experiences several wonderful adventures. Please tell me. Okay, <laughs> the top review is, this is cancer. <laughs> and the second review is, this is the worst book of all time. Not even Satan himself <laughs> is evil enough to let people read this. That's pretty harsh. I, okay. So this this is a weird one. So here's a Twitter thing. Um, so he announced that he was working on the school shooter movie in 2018. And someone on Twitter says, how about you don't do a movie that makes light of a serious subject and instead stay away from that subject? That might be good for everyone, especially children. His response was, if people were as weak as you, then the bad guys could attack freely. Your opinion will get kids killed. Wow. And it's like, I feel confused. Because again, like, even that, like, if, if this is a joke and his persona is that he's stupid or, like, or, or a troll or something, it's like, this isn't even like a good troll response. It's just him being an ass. It's like, I, maybe he's just an asshole. It is possible he is a failed uh, uh, actor and a bit of a narcissist. I'm going to ask, um, I'm in this chat room here with a lot of people that follow a cringe. Guys, I need your help for the show. I got to know, can you show me the truth? I am looking for the reality beyond the veil. And as <laughs> I pull back the curtain I find a tangled web of my own reflection tell me for the love of Gordon Ramsay please 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 is cool cat ironic or totes legit <laughs> trademark symbol I'm waiting for a response so you can say something while we wait. Yeah, okay. Um So I'm looking at I'm looking at the opening stuff to uh to Bible Birdie. And at the moment, uh little birdie, okay. he's he's flying for the first time and he sees a bunch of people hand, huddled around a handsome man saying, Glory be to God. And little birdie wonders what glory to be to glory be to God means, question mark. Uh he has never heard this before and wants to know the answer, so he decides to ask the man in the center of the action. Since everyone is saying it to him, he should know what it means. Once little birdie flies closer, he can sense something special about this person. Handsome man says nicely, sit on my shoulder, little birdie. Little birdie lands on the man's shoulder and stares directly at him. How do you know my name? I have never met you before, so someone must have told you. Who was it? I want to know right now so I can say hello to them. Interesting choice of dialogue. The gentleman smiles. No yeah, one... that's... <laughs> no one had to tell me, I am Jesus Christ. I am the one who helped your parents to name you. What? Are you ready to see a miracle? Little Birdie's about to say yes as the man runs through the crowd yelling, Jesus, Jesus, please help me. I am blind and I cannot see anything. 
which is what I am blind means. <laughs> the man accidentally runs into a tree and falls flat on the ground. Boom! Exclamation point. It almost knocks him unconscious, but he finds enough strength to yell again, Help me, Jesus! Please help me! Jesus winks at little birdie. I am God. Watch how I take care of my own. Jesus steps to the blind man. Your name is Samuel. Do you believe in me? Since Samuel cannot see anything, he glances towards the voice. You know my name. Yes, I believe. You are the Christ, the Son of God. Please give me my sight back. You're the only one that can heal me. Jesus rubs his finger over the blind man's eyes. Your faith in me shall set you free. Uh, let's see. The blind man does as he's instructed. He's colors. He shakes his head. I can see you. I can see you. Blah, blah, blah. Jesus tells me if you believe in God, he's made you whole. Now go be good. Do unto others. And apparently the, the blind man goes and does that. And that's the, that's the end of the sample. Okay. So the consensus spec from my chat group is, uh, my question is, is Cool Cat ironic or legit? And they say it's interpretive. There is no true answer. And then they sent me a gif of a cat smiling. You know, I think uh, I think that's probably like a fair point. I- I'm so really these enjoying guys don't know the story. I'm enjoying the cover art for this book because it is terrible. Oh yeah, I should take a look here. Let me let me see. That's like a weird um, like he Google imaged <laughs> that uh, that Jesus painting and couldn't even cut it out right, so just like intentionally left the border. And then there's like there's the logo for Bible Birdie the character, which has like the same picture of the bird in the picture. So it's just it's on there twice at the exact same angle for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like his brain works in a way where he sees something and it's like, Oh, I bet I could turn this into a dollar. It kinda it kinda feels that way. I mean the the fact that he has like NFTs and stuff is kinda weird. Well, coming soon, I guess. I'm not sure he knows what NFTs are. I don't think so either. Like, because I'm not sure he knows what a movie is. Like, that that's the thing is, like, there's stuff on his website where it's like, this looks like a joke because it's so incompetent. But it's like, no one's laughing. So why do you keep doing this? Well, he sold a lot of his cool cat face masks. He's got keychains for $1.99 each. Yeah, the keychains are okay. I get that. I clicked on one of the one of the books to see what it was about, and the, it gave me a four hundred four. His his website is really bad. Yeah, it's a, it's bad, and it seems a little out of date. Um, and like there's links on some of his stuff where you click on the website and it won't load because I think it's formatted wrong. So it's like either something changed and he never went back to fix it, or he doesn't understand what he's doing. So the. The Sweet Revenge, which you can't buy any of these, which is also kind of bizarre. Like, there's no there's no way to buy them from his website that I can find. And, and only his, uh, some of his like kids' books. There. Yeah. After the Viper Street Gang murdered Brandon Swanson's family, he goes to the police. But the police are powerless against the hardened gang members. So Brandon finds his own way to rectify the problem. Brandon joins forces with his brother and childhood friends. And these guys know the true meaning of familyhood. If someone kills your family, then it's sweet revenge time. They have an assortment of weapons that could rock the U.S. military. This story has little to no profanity with the message that white and black people can live in friendship and overcome adversities together. Yeah, it's like... It's... it's um. Oh, there's a word for it. Um, 
opportunist. Like he'll he'll see something and go, oh, this is getting a lot of attention. If I if I could just like ride these coattails a little bit with these buzzwords, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, like that one year where there was like a lot of riots, and so Pepsi put out a commercial about people rioting because that's what all the young people are into. Oh yeah, I remember that. God, that was uh that like, was a swing and a miss. It, he he's basically that marketing director, just like he can't fire himself because he's his own boss. It's like, that's all he does is like, Oh, a lot of school shootings, huh? Sounds like someone's going to make a movie about school shootings. So, okay. He's got a TV tropes page. The Derek Savage does very little is known about Savage and his background among the few tidbits he's revealed are that he posed for Playgirl magazine in the late 18, 1980s. And he worked as an extra on projects like back to school. He's also the host of his own awards show, the 420 Awards, which began in 2019 and is hosted every, you guessed it, April 20th. Savage gained infamy in November 2015 when he began taking down web reviews of his film, including I Hate Everything. This escalated rather quickly, and he soon looked thin-skinned, petty, and willing to use unethical tactics to silence criticism. Blatant lies. Derek likes to make up fake reviews, usually by celebrities who don't even know him, to put on his DVD covers of his films. The most glaring example is when Savage claimed that Bill Melinda's... Melinda? I don't know how to pronounce that guy's last name. Praise Cool Cat. This press release was published in 2013, but the Melinda's died in 2008. <laughs> that's something else, man. I <laughs> That's like a whole nother level. So I don't know. I mean, this helps me feel less guilty about people like abusing him. Because if he's this petty, then maybe he deserves to be angry all the time. Yeah. Because he is petty. I was going to link you a video, but it's like 20 minutes long. But it's just him ranting about what fair use is and how he hates YouTube. Because anybody can just go on there and complain about how bad his movies are for 20 minutes. I mean, yeah, apparently he I, I'm wondering if he'll actually end up finding this if we title this because it seems like he gets uh, really really pissy when people uh mock him and his in his content yeah but I mean uh it'll be interesting because I'm not gonna use any of his content in the episode so he can't really copyright claim it that's true I mean we read a couple samples of his books but they're free on his website. So now you know about Cool Cat. <laughs> what a strange... Yeah, I think we all uh, learned something today. I did. I, I don't know if I'm happy I learned something today, but I certainly learned something today. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, what a world. Apparently uh, most of the dialogue was ad-libbed in his one movie. Or scripted on the fly, but Jason Johnson has said that there was an actual grammatically incorrect, sometimes incoherent screenplay. I don't know who Jason Johnson is. I think uh, that name sounds familiar. It might have been um, in the first Cool Cat movie, he hired an actor to play Cool Cat. Mm. So that could have been Jason and he never came back again because now Derek plays Cool Cat. How strange. Okay, so... Um, I guess if, uh, if you were given the opportunity to, um, like you, you want to design, uh, like a, a kid mascot to 
to do PSAs with, right? Okay. Uh, I like dinosaurs. I feel like I would, my mind would go to dinosaurs, but between Barney and that one, uh, that one yellow dinosaur, I can't remember the name of, but the Cheesosaurus Rex. The, no, it's um, the, the it's uh, there's like a there's like a pedo video where he, they talk about like tricky people. He's like he's like Coolosaurus or something. Hmm. It's like stay away from tricky people. I don't know that one. So it's like maybe I shouldn't do a dinosaur because that one's been that, that that's a field that's been carried a bit. Yeah, I um, feel like I would do a space alien. That'd be fun. That's also been done before, but not as much. So I bet I could get away with it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think uh, space aliens actually a really good idea though too because you could do all kinds of stuff where like they're new to Earth, so they get to learn about stuff uh, diegetically, and then you get to like, you know, it, it works right. You can explain it to him, and he can ask like the hard questions or the obvious questions, and then you can uh, pose them around that. Like, I, actually, that's actually a really I think good answer. Yeah, I think that'd be really functional. I would want to do Pelly the Paramecium. She's a giant Paramecium. I don't. I don't know. Actually, I don't have anything you know else. Funny. I don't know, but you know what'd be really funny is like it should just be like a rock, and the kids just believe that it's like a. It's a look. It's a magic rock, but it's just it's a rock. There's no like transition to where like it it's a person in a costume. It just is a rock the whole time. Because a lot of these have to do with like the kids will like they have an imaginary friend that they share. That seems to be the conceit for some of these like cartoon characters coming to life. Oh, do you uh, do you remember Rem Lazar? I do not. Rem Lazar was a superhero. He was like an imaginary friend superhero. So he 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 did Cool Cat fights coronavirus it was a Kickstarter, and I guess it looks successful. He had ninety nine backers, seven thousand dollars of the four hundred dollar goal, which is um, not a lot of money for a movie. Also, this is back in twenty twenty, and I don't think is this movie come out. I don't know if it came out. Okay, I want you to watch this Rem Lazar clip. Um, so the setup: uh, these two kids in school have an imaginary friend, and they, uh, they like they make a doll. They get like a mannequin and like let's dress him up like our best friend Rem Lazar, and then he magically becomes to life and he's like a real superhero, uh, just because they imagined it. Okay. Okay. So Rem Lazar is there. And then I don't remember how, but like there's an evil spirit that takes Rem Lazar's medallion. And if he doesn't get the medallion back by like the end of sunset or something, then he'll like disappear forever. And so this is the kids asking the evil spirit um, for the medallion back. And he like issues them like a puzzle that they have to solve at this uh, at this timestamp. And it's somewhere up high. It's up oh, high. Yes, yeah. It is hidden at the highest point that the mind can go. A place so high, most people are not able to find it in the course of their entire lifetime. 
And then he asked the little kids, he's like, what's the highest point you can imagine? And the little girl's like, oh, a mountain. And the kid's like, the moon. The highest place you can imagine is the top of the World Trade Center. (laughs) (laughs) Quixotic Battalion will be there on September 1st of 2001. (laughs) (laughs) The morning of September 11th. (laughs) You have to be there to get the medallion. (laughs) That's not it. That's the Empire State Building. It's really tall. Certainly is. But the building my dad showed me is much taller. And there's two of them. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) How the fuck did you call that? (laughs) That was so random. Rich, did you write those? I love how red he is. Fuck. Yes. What do you think? It's high. They're there, Rich. I know. I'm just saying, Rem Lazar is behind 9-11. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Rem Lazar melts steel beans? Oof. <laughs> oh, okay. We brought it back to 9-11. We did, we did. an episode. I, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. You amateurs out there, don't bookend your 9-11 jokes. You gotta, you gotta bookend it one for each building. <laughs> okay, good. I give you props on that. That was okay. You got me there. <laughs> oh, okay. We had a bizarre night. Um, do you have a glad space to brighten the mood? Okay, wait. One more, one more cool cat thing, and then uh, then we can try a glad space. Okay. So here's there are okay, three reasons. Me. For the Cool Cat Fights Coronavirus Project. The film introduces Cool Cat's new arch enemy, Dirty Dog, to the Cool Cat universe. And Dirty Dog is one mean dog, Howl. It shows both sides of the coronavirus issue. Cool Cat tells the kids to wear the mask and be safe. But Dirty Dog thinks coronavirus is a scam and humans are sheep. It helps set up our next movie, Cool Cat Stops a School Shooting, which we need to attract a studio or an investor to bring this feature film to life. Random words in all of these are capitalized for no reason. Uh, <laughs> I, okay. Okay, that's good. Good job, Cool Cat. That's how you attract a, a producer. That's the sales pitch, man. Can you imagine the elevator pitch? Like, he's just he goes to Warner Brothers and, like, stays in the elevator all day waiting for someone important to come in. I feel like he would do oh that. Oh my gosh. I feel sorry for him and then I now I feel hatred. Well, I mean, we we had a bit of a journey then because you you had some character development or I don't know. No, I I, I literally this this actually filled in more information than I realized and I I did grow as a person as a result. Also this wine is helping, but that's a side yeah. story. Apparently the movie is done. I don't know where you can find it. I mean, I'm not going to go look for it, I'll be honest, but What a what well, I a like strange... how he frames it where like Cool Cat is going to teach kids about safety and Dirty Dog is going to say that you shouldn't have to be safe. But he also frames it as like showing both sides of the argument. And it's like, no, this isn't like a it, it's not like a, a a disagreement. It's like one thing is safe and one thing isn't. Like, it's not, you don't show both sides. You show what is safe. You can, you don't have to say that. Like, come on. Okay. 
The whole thing is on YouTube and it's 20 minutes long. Apparently I was posted a year ago. The uh I don't know Bob show. He's a movie critic apparently. His 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 video has more views than than the movie itself, but it's also longer. <laughs> that that sounds appropriate though. I think that's accurate. So I, I might have to watch at least that video. I probably won't actually watch the movie because I don't want to. But uh What a what a strange world we live in. I I well, I, I thank you for statement. Oh what? Just this like you this is a I, I have no idea if this was worth listening to because it was mostly us being confused for an hour, but I I had fun. <laughs> I had fun with you. I do hope it was an interesting journey. Um, I'm going to re-listen to this while I'm editing, and if it wasn't, I'll add in like random explosion sound effects or something to make it cool. Okay. And uh, Derek Savage, I guess if you listen to this because you seem like someone that would Google your own name, um, welcome to Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. That's right. We have one new listener this week, which means... Uh, we have to explain we end every episode with a glad space where it's a palate cleanser so we can forget about Derek Savage. <laughs> I'm glad I'll go first. I started uh, watching season five of Rick and Morty, which I know came out last year, but hey, I don't I don't do anything on time. Uh, so far, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Rick and Morty remains to be a very funny show. I will say the uh, the structurally all the episodes are really similar where it's like, what if we end where like a thousand people die? Uh, I don't feel like they played that joke as much in the earlier seasons, but they're playing it really hard now. That being said, it's still funny, so I'm not like that mad about it. But, you know, uh, on the whole, though, very funny. Uh, I like the episode with the giant sperm monsters. That was great. Yeah. Rick and Morty's fun. We oh, Have we done an episode on Rick and Morty? Because I feel like we could probably... Well, I don't know if I'd want to do that, though, because the fan base to that show is annoying. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was about to say, I'm probably just going to be annoying because I, I kind of got fed up with the fan base after season two, and I can't watch the show anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I've never I've never had a huge interaction with, with people who like the show, uh, largely by design. I like the show, but I don't really bring it up a lot because I don't want people to all of a sudden think I'm like one of those weird fans that is going to like try and burn down a McDonald's over a meme sauce because uh, sure. I'm and not going like, to do that. Well, and and the, that's the thing that bugs me. Like th this will be the episode. The people I hate are the stupid people that don't even get the joke. Right. Where it's like they're laughing about the McDonald's sauce and they think that the McDonald's sauce is important. And it's like, no, watch the fucking scene. Do you, mm -hmm. you honestly not get this? But they'll like, they'll lose their shit over it. And it's like, they don't get the joke. They're, they're literally like, the show will make fun of how stupid people are. And then they'll like, they'll, they'll relate to it, go, yeah, people are stupid. And then they'll act like the stupid people on the screen. Right. Well, like, and I know like, it's bizarre. It's truly bizarre. Like, season three had, like, multiple episodes that specifically just, like, took down Rick as a character because Rick is a bad person. And it was like, hey, we're going to double down and make sure everyone knows that Rick is a shitty person. You're not actually supposed to idolize him. He's funny, but he's bad. He's 
it's kind of like um like Thanos, right? And uh and that the the Avengers movie. Like he's he's technically the protagonist cuz we're following his journey, but he's also trying to kill literally half the people in the universe. He's a bad guy. And I don't understand why media literacy is so fucking terrible on this planet where people are like, "Whoa, he's the main character. He must be the good guy. I want to be just like Rick." Or that Thanos had some good ideas. And it it I it's just it's uh it's strange. But the cartoon is funny and I'm still glad about it. Gosh darn it. The cartoon is funny. I yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, I don't argue the cleverness of the show. Um I I want to make that clear. It's just like the uh the mood is put off. Mhm. I got the Rick skin on Fortnite and he does the Rick dance. And I feel like the Rick dance isn't that funny. It's in its own right. No. But the the use in the show, like, it's a funny moment. Yeah. And I get that. But just, like, having a random... Like, it, you could get Robocop and just have him do the Rick dance. And it's like, this isn't really funny. It's not working for me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What about you? You glad about something? Sort of. Um, it's kind of a weird one, but uh, guess what came out today? What? Diablo Immortal. Oh, yeah? Is that the one on the phone? Yeah, the phone game. That's been a one. year or two in the making. Um, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. Announcement. Um, BlizzCon. Let's try that date. Yeah, 2018. Wow. Yeah, they they announced so, a phone game uh, it was four years of, ago. Yes. So it's been weird because basically the other thing is like the game was done and could have launched that year, but I like the feedback was so bad that they kind of put a pin on it, and then they're like, oh well, maybe we should put in more content so it feels less bare bones. Maybe that'll make people happy, and oh maybe we should reevaluate this thing because it, uh, and so it's like. And they also wouldn't talk about it publicly. So it's like, is it canceled? No, it's not canceled. It'll come out. It's like, okay, when will it come out? What? So I was there at that BlizzCon when they announced it. Like, I was in the audience. Yeah, I remember. And we did an episode about that. It was just... Yeah, that was just... That's a memory. Because it's an iconic moment. Like, it, it, people to this day still say, um, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? Like, that, that line... Uh, has become a saying it, so it's just it's interesting knowing that i was there that day and i had a lot of fun blizzcon that year but one of my fun moments was just playing the demo for diablo immortal and going like oh i don't know it's pretty fun and talking to other people you know in line to play the demo and like yeah i, I enjoyed it well, i'll probably try it yeah it's not a big deal and so it's like i've been waiting for it to come out because it's like yeah it's a fun game whatever it's not a big deal so, uh, last weekend I was at the Star Wars convention, which is at Anaheim, where they host BlizzCon. And I was having these flashbacks to like, <laughs> like, oh, the last time I was here, they announced Diablo Immortal. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm standing in this like half empty hall because like the, the layout was a little different. So I stand over to this empty spot and it's like, oh, this is right where the stage was. And, and, uh, Wyatt Chang stood right here and asked, don't you guys have phones? And I just, I was like reflective of it while I'm at the Star Wars convention. And 
so it just it's been kind of this weird surreal thing where it finally came out and so i downloaded it onto my phone and i made a monk character and i ran through the tutorial real quick and i did a level and i was like yeah it was pretty fun i turned my phone off like that's all it took me four years to get that moment <laughs> <laughs> oh that's another journey though what a what a good time it is i love journeys uh, reflecting on journeys are great I want like I want a version. Someone should rewrite Lord of the Rings where they do just fly the eagles over to the volcano and drop it in, and everything works out. Like I I want that just put in print. Yeah, just just to shut up the argument. Oh, are we done? Did we have fun here? I think we had fun here. I had fun here. Thanks for joining me on that weird uh weird cool cat journey. Yeah. I do try to introduce you to new things because you like to think. I sometimes like to think. Yeah, it's fun. We, we you introduced me to Falco having sex with with uh, with buildings too. So like you know, we had a lot of fun things here. That's right. Yeah, I'm honestly more surprised you you aren't familiar with that one because that's kind of a that's a bit of a meme too. So sure, I'm largely embarrassed. Like I, the, I admitted to knowing the the horse video, but. <laughs> and, and and some people are going to immediately know which video that probably is too because i imagine that's got some eyes on it it was like 20 minutes long cameron oh so it wasn't just like a short like a cycle loop or something no no it was like a full-on production with like voice <laughs> acting and, and stuff in it and no i did not watch all of it oh wow that's something else yeah so yeah, um, Alex, thanks for your write-in. Yeah, Alex, thanks for that. <laughs> you, you wonderful golden boy. To get him back Long on the you show. Why don't play karaoke with us anymore? Yeah, Alex, we, we did all the fun songs without you. This is turning into a Midwestern way to say goodbye. We're like, we're like, we said goodbye, and then we went on for five more minutes, and then we're about to say goodbye again, and then we're like, oh, but what about this thing? I don't know if that happens a lot where with you and your friends and family, but I know it's like really common in like Minnesota and Wisconsin where it's like, hey, if you're going to leave, you probably need to start a half an hour before you need to leave. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where um, I try to be conscious of when I'm doing that because I will drag out goodbyes for no reason. And so I'm trying to be very deliberate of like, well, you know what? I said goodbye, um, so I'm going to go. And... I want to say more, but I hold my tongue and it's like, you know, I already said goodbye and I leave. And it's uh, one of those things where like, I'll get feedback that it was very rude the way that I just like left. Mm. And it's like, well, I said goodbye and everyone else said goodbye and everyone like wished me well. And I said, okay, I think my Uber is going to be here. So I'm going to go wait for my Uber. And, um, and then my Uber showed up. So I got in the Uber and it's like, well, yeah, but you kind of just walked away. Like, okay. So I don't think it's just a Midwest thing. Probably not. We like to think we're special with all our cheese and beer and Norwegian names. You know what? I want to say something there. There, I don't think there's a place to get good cheese in California, like as a whole. I think you've said that before. And when you come here, I want I want to find some really good cheese for you. I I don't even know if I have a taste for cheese anymore. Like I've had I've had like good cheese before and it was so foreign that I didn't even like appreciate it cuz it's like, well where's the corn syrup? 
<laughs> I want to lick the plastic sleeve. Oh, we did that thing again. You're right. Okay, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.